Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good whatever and welcome to the very first episode of my new podcast. I'm super freaking excited to talk to you. It's my second podcast and probably a lot of you already are already familiar with my content and yeah, to all the oldies, hi, to all the new people, uh, hi as well <laughs> and welcome to, yeah, welcome to my life, welcome to, I don't even have a name for this podcast, but I told myself this morning, I actually have like a list where, where I write down what are the outputs that I want to create today and one of the things was to create a new podcast. So here I am sitting, don't have a clue about the name, but honestly, like who really cares about the name? I mean, name is important, important kind of, but it, the content is way more important. So what is this new podcast about and why even a new one? My goal in life is to A, put factory farming out of business and B, to show you how to live and thrive on a vegan diet. Which supplements do you, do you have to use? I'm going to answer your questions. We're going to talk about fitness, about both like mental fitness and physical fitness. Like I just think that mental health is super under, un, underestimated. We have to talk more about it. You could look like Cristiano Ronaldo, but if you're broke in, like from the inside, life is not fun. And number one goal in life is happiness. And that is actually also the answer for yeah, why a new one. My old podcast called, is called Role Model and it was basically a lot about yeah, mental health. But whenever I talked about veganism, people were kind of like, nah, not about veganism. Duh, 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 duh. I subscribe to this podcast because of mental health. So what I figured out is that you can talk with vegans about mental health, but not with people who are into mental health about veganism. I know, I know, I know it's like probably there are some, but most of the people like the feedback that I got was like either or. But I think I want to talk about both and I do it in German as well. So I thought, why not doing the same in English? So stop this podcast, create a new one, really share your truth because like I'm vegan and I'm freaking proud of it. And I think it's the I mean, this is not subjective. It's one of the most effective things you can do to fight climate change. It's the most effective thing you can do to end animal suffering. Plus, it's freaking amazing for your health. That's the reason why, why I'm vegan. And that's also the reason why I have a podcast. Like, it makes me happy to make other people happy. It makes me happy to share what I learn from nutritionists, from activists, that I don't know why, but it's just my passion. And I hope you will yeah, join me on this journey. And before I 
explain here for ages what this podcast is about, I think we start with my most favorite thing. Q&A or AMA, ask me anything. You ask me questions, I answer them wherever you want. Instagram, you can also come to my house and ask, my, ask me questions. Um, but yeah, I think Instagram is uh, the easier way. So the first question is, I really can't see your name, so I'm sorry. How can I veganize my friends and family? Huh, good question. Um, you can't. I mean, okay, you can, but this is why I said you can't. You have to be really careful. You can't, like, if you go to your parents or your friends and tell them you are a bad human being because you're not vegan. If you judge people, and I see it over and over again, so much judgment, especially like from vegans, this is the worst thing you can do. Because what happens when you go to someone and tell him that he sucks, or basically he's, he is wrong, he will immediately stop listening to you. Fact. Period. End of story. So if you... All you can do is, you can lead by example, you can give information, but then it's up to them. You can't, you can't change people only if they want to change. And if you try to force them, it's not going to happen. Like, for example, both my siblings, I never told them, go vegan, go vegan, go vegan. Like, I remember I, uh, I think I called my sister the first time when I watched a documentary about veganism. Or not the first time, like at some point. Anyways, doesn't matter. I told her, like, it would mean the world to me if you would watch this documentary and just let me know what you think because I care about your opinion. And I really do. And I knew that she has A, a big heart and B, a big brain. So she will go vegan. Um, she watched the documentary. I think it was... What was it? Forks over knives? Um, yeah, Forks over knives or Cospiracy. Both, I think. Cospiracy. Cospiracy is one of my favorites um, all time. So she went vegan. And then my brother, he is, he was a huge meat eater. I mean, like, my family is actually from Russia. And Russian people eat meat on a daily. Three times. Like, a meal without meat is not a meal. Like, that's, it's not gonna happen. Sometimes they have, like, a snack, for example, is meat. <laughs> like, literally, some cucumbers, onions, and meat. Um, so, yeah, it was, I didn't even, like, I didn't have the goal to veganize him. I just, like, told him the same. Um, he watched a documentary, and before, actually, we lived together, and I told him, you know what? I'm cooking every day anyways. What do you think if I cook for both of us? Just for a month, month and um, yeah, it, it just makes more sense, right? And he was like, oh, okay. And I cooked for him the best vegan food on planet Earth. And he was like, oh, this, that's so tasty. He didn't even like, he didn't even think of it anymore after, after a week that it's not vegan, uh, that it is vegan. <laughs> um, and yeah, a month later, he watched Cowspiracy with me together and then one day later I saw him 
buying vegan like I don't I don't I don't remember what it was, but it was like processed food, which is not great, but at least it was vegan. And then I knew ah we got him two months later. He was vegan. Um in a nutshell, if you want to do the best you can do, you just lead by example. You ask them like, hey, I really care about you. Would you mind to watch this documentary with me? And not force them, but be empathetic. I hope that was a good answer. And next question. Uh, you have a difficult name, Sunshine. Farah? I think Farah. I hope so. Do you ever feel like you are not being real if you are always positive? How do you stay happy? Huh. So I do almost daily vlogs. I'm daily on social media and I'm usually energized as hummus. Like I'm really, you probably, I mean, you're listening to me, you probably consume my content, so you know who I am and how I am. The thing is, um, if I don't feel happy and I have these bad moments, definitely, A, I always share it on social media because I think if I share all the good moments, I kind of have the responsibility to to tell people the truth. Like right now, I feel bad. But then I change it. I, I have a thing called the 90, 90 second rule. I give myself 90 seconds to be angry, be upset, and then change it. Like my goal in life is happiness. And you're not going to be happy by being angry, even though life sucks sometimes. Even though things go wrong sometimes. It's normal. This is called life. <laughs> so I do have bad moments. I don't have bad days anymore. And I share them on, on, on social. How do you stay happy? I, For example, one big thing is my morning routine. I wake up every single morning the same. I wake up. Probably I pee. <laughs> and then I have a cold shower. I take a cold shower immediately it's not only amazing for your health for your health obviously for your limb system but also and that's the big that's a big part i'm telling my mind listen i know you don't feel like doing it but because i'm the boss we're gonna do it anyways so whenever some thoughts, some bad thought comes up and I don't feel like smiling or like I don't feel like changing my mood. I do it anyways because I'm the boss. I'm in control. I'm responsible for my mood. I'm responsible for my emotions and reactions. So that helps me a lot. Then also after my cold shower, meditation. I'm a big fan of meditation and it's not subjective anymore that meditation is amazing it's one of the most effective stress releasing tools on planet earth it drives me bananas oh, i actually feel i feel sorry for a lot of people because they don't meditate i don't say that you're a bad human being if you don't meditate i just think that you are missing out on something great so try meditation <laughs> and then I practice gratitude. I literally write down every single morning three things I'm really grateful for. I just write them down. That's really important. 
because if you practice gratitude consistently like every day the odds are high that you are happier you know why because you can't be grateful and angry at the same time you can't be grateful and mad at the same time it's black or white and i just i love i just love feeling good so i practice gratitude and please before you get something wrong and think my life is perfect it's not sometimes my 90 seconds rule yeah becomes the three hours rule like sometimes it just takes longer but yeah it just helps me a lot to to practice gratitude to meditate to have my rituals to actually go out to exercise to to deal with the things that annoy me not to hide them if i have a anxious thought i'm like okay how can i what can i do with it like what what helps and sitting complaining dwelling around usually doesn't help at all so that's how i stay happy um how old are you i should maybe give all the new listeners a little bit context about me so my name is axel <laughs> i'm 24 years old actually even though i look a little bit older because of my beard i'm i was born and raised in russia uh, in russia in germany but my parents are like my mother is from russia my father is my father is from uzbekistan but his but my grandparents are actually from russia super complicated and my grand grand grandparents were actually from germany so they went to russia from russia like they were kind of german so being german during world war ii in russia wasn't a really good idea so uh, they had to go to uzbekistan from uzbekistan back to germany axel schmexel was born and yeah that's kind of like my story i oh maybe i should tell you how i uh, came to veganism i was always a really uh, yeah i loved sport any kind of sports like i i was a huge um football i loved football like football was my everything till i think till i was 12 or 13 i was so good at football that i thought i not i thought i knew like axel you're gonna be a professional football player you know that and i was talented but not at school <laughs> like i really sucked at school and at some point my teacher called my dad and told her him everything i literally just went to school because like because of the breaks I was sitting there waiting till the lesson is over so that I can go out and play football. Like that's everything I did. That was my whole day, 14, 15 hours when we when we had vacation. I was just playing football. To, yeah. uh, at some point, my teacher called my dad <laughs> and told him that I like I just suck at school. My grades were terrible, and he told me, Axel, Axel, listen either not either you 
are not allowed to play football anymore till you are a good student like literally we, like in germany you have the system one is really like one is the best six is the the worst till you're till you have a two everywhere so it took me two months to like i became such a good student and that was the problem because then i got popular <laughs> and all the girls and alcohol and da, 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 da. Oh. but i'm actually grateful for it because if this wouldn't have happened i wouldn't be the person i am today i wouldn't have this podcast i wouldn't talk to you right now that's that's one one thing that i figured out for me it helps me a lot to yeah it's actually a rule if i blame life for the bad things i also have to blame life for the good things like for example my mom died when i was two and of course it's horrible but it's also amazing and i know it probably sounds super weird but because of that i have such a close relationship to my siblings i'm such a i'm such a strong human being because i know how much you can suffer and actually stand up again i'm so freaking aware of the fact that we could die every single day like my the death of my mom taught me a huge lesson i will never forget you could get cancer in two weeks no one will tell you before no one called her listen spend time with your kids follow your passion because you only have three months to live no one taught her this is life you're gonna die i'm gonna die and i don't know about you but it it motivates me like crazy like why should i feel bad about stupid stuff that doesn't matter if i could die tomorrow like every single time when you drive your car you could freaking die every single day a bus could hit you and you die so why worry why feeling bad we don't know how much time we have left so we should freaking appreciate every single second and that's what i do today <laughs> i'm yeah i'm a full-time influencer i'm current currently working on my first documentary it's about climate change and how we solve this big problem uh, i'm also talking about climate refugees and just like i'm trying to change the world not only trying i'm changing the world every single day and i, I would love to have you on board so if you want to be on board you can be on board next question i hope that's if you have more personal questions go ahead but i think no you you kind of have a um you kind of have context what did i tell tell you ah fitness i was also always into fitness then i was the proper broccoli and rice broccoli rice and chicken guy and uh, i gained a lot of muscle definitely definitely but i felt ter terrible i didn't know that actually uh, I quit dairy at some point when I was 14, I think, because of uh, acne. My skin was so bad. And I, yeah, that was the beginning of the internet. And somewhere I read in a blog, like, quit dairy and your skin will be amazing. I did it and it actually worked. So no dairy for Excel. And then at some point I followed a non-vegan bodybuilder. 
and his name is Misha Janjic. He tried, I think he did like a 30 days vegan challenge. I'm like, cool, that's kind of interesting. And after the 30 days, he kept doing it. I'm like, what the heck? And he didn't lose his muscle and he gained weight and became strong. I'm like, huh, this vegan thing is kind of interesting. Maybe you should check it out. And then I started watching documentaries. I read books. I'm like, what the heck is actually going on here? Like, why is no one talking about it? Why am I still eating chicken? I was eating a lot of how, like, my diet was pretty much plant-based. Um, I just had some chicken every day. <laughs> no, but like 90% of my calories were already uh, like rye, uh, legumes, um, fruits, nuts, seeds, things of that nature. So it was not that difficult for me. But then after, after really um, getting the information, I just I just said like that's it no more meat and that's four years ago so four years of being a vegan schmegan right now I'm just doing CrossFit at some point I wanna uh, I wanna compete next year I'm actually living in Bali the only reason why I'm sitting here Friday evening in Berlin Schmerlin is because of my documentary that's my biggest focus at the moment besides that Obviously, I'm doing podcasts in German and English. I have my YouTube where I upload videos almost every single day. I have Instagram where I post every single day. So uh, if you like this podcast so far, you should really check me out. Okay, next question. Asked, asked by Sasha. I think Sasha, Sasha Renzo. Have you ever bought a fitness program or where did you get your knowledge about training? I let me think about it I never bought a fitness program what I did was like I went to a private school about fitness and nutrition my sister that was my birthday present wait I think when I turned 18 she uh, yeah she actually paid for my fitness and health and nutrition education it was really expensive and um, I think I wouldn't do it again. It, I mean, it was amazing because you had all these nutritionists and doctors and you could just talk to them. But nowadays, you can get your information anywhere. Um, so I wouldn't pay that much. I Yeah, if the program is good, then yeah, go for it. I mean, it always depends. But I'm like, I'm a huge fan of buying knowledge. For example, books. I can't believe that you have access to, like, for example, I'm reading the, the, the book um, Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. He interviewed 50 of the most successful investors all time, not all time, but who are still alive. Mm -hmm. And I can, I pay nine euro for this book. And it took him years, years of figuring stuff out and it takes me hours to get this information so if someone sells a fitness program and tells you how to train or how to eat for like i don't know 100 200 bucks and you save months if not years then pff, go for it it's a great thing so i'm a big fan of um, buying or paying for knowledge 
or information information is everything and if you can save time time is the most valuable um thing on planet earth as i said it's limited so yeah big fan of that next question that was a really interesting one give me a second before i even know okay so the question is hello alex <laughs> my name is excellent what's your name feather feeder whatsoever hope you will find some time to answer my question guess what i just did how do you manage macros with a vegan diet i already manage food plans so i'm quite able to change macros in order to bulking cutting but i've always done it with standard parameters internet is full of thousands of thousands explanations so it would be really interesting knowing something from someone who clearly knows more about that than me hope you will find time to let me know okay brother so the reason why you find <laughs> so many different opinions is that there are so many different opinions it's you know like i'm a big fan of trying things out of asking yourself what works for me eat i don't track my macros like that's that's ludicrous to literally track your calories every single day it would i, I don't know for me that's a kind of like if you do it for years it's like an eating disorder i don't know i just, just i haven't met a person who's who don't have a who doesn't have an uh, an eating disorder who tracks his or her calories every single day i think that's really dangerous but yeah as long as you're happy you're good like don't listen to me if you're happy and you're tracking your calories every single day i have zero advice for you keep doing it um but yeah so obviously um you should eat a lot of carbs <laughs> you should get enough protein and enough fats like i will not tell you 60 20 20 some days i do like i most of my calories are definitely based on carbs 100 because like fruits have a lot of carbs you should eat fruits on a daily then you should you should eat whole grain products and you should eat, should eat legumes three of the five food groups are so yeah they're just loaded with carbs so you're already eating a lot of carbs then you definitely should yeah get enough protein but if you eat legumes and whole grain products you're on a good way and then you have nuts and seeds and obviously vegetables so you have carbs medium like i would say high carb medium protein medium fats i think fats are highly underestimated i think that most of the people are not aware of the fact that they they should eat fat like fat doesn't make you fat too many calories make you fat you should eat your nuts you should eat your seeds you should supplement with omega-3 or like if you love to eat seaweed uh, every single day then do that but yeah there is just not like 60 20 20 70 20 10 um pff, i i can 
I will share like I probably do around like 60% of my calories are carbs, 15 to 20 protein, and then the rest fats. Sometimes it's more carbs, sometimes more fats. I I just don't I just don't like the idea of like sitting there every single day and track it track my calories for a while if you want to lose weight if you want to diet or if you want to gain weight and you really don't find a way then do it for a certain amount of time but for the rest of your life come on <laughs> um, yeah so this is uh, my approach I, I pr you probably will not be happy with the answer but that's my truth. Like, there is no right in this case. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Last question before we go to bed together. <laughs> we don't go to bed, but I might go to bed. So, there you go. Hello, Alex. No, we already answered that. Okay, give me a second. In the meanwhile, I will sing a song for you, but preparation my friend ah there you go Whoa! last but not least hey how did you start creating youtube content i've been wanting to start but i never know what to talk about and i'm a bit camera shy do you or ferdinand ferdinand is my best buddy have a video on that we probably ranted about it at some point but you know what <laughs> like everyone was camera shy like if i watch my first videos i'm like what the heck did you do if i watch ferdinand's first videos i'm like what the heck is he doing if i watch casey neistat's first videos i'm like what the heck how can he be so successful it's always when you start you suck when you start going to the gym you suck when you started go to school you couldn't read it's okay to suck at something. The question is, why do you want to start a YouTube channel? That's way more important. If you know your why, then you will actually figure stuff out. If like, for example, January 1st, everyone wants to hit the gym, signs up for the gym this year, I'm gonna smash it, I'm gonna crush it. And then two weeks later, you're gonna you ask them you see them they quit gym is empty which is good for me but then you ask them like why did you quit i didn't see results okay what was your goal yeah i kind of wanted to get in shape and to lose some weight i always tell these people like go to the toilet you already achieved your goal you lost some weight you really have to figure out your why like my wise go are so strong when it comes to like the gym. I want to lead as a role model. I want to show people that it's possible to have a, an amazing, outstanding physique while being vegan. I want to show that you can win competitions on a vegan diet. I know that I feel ten times better when I actually go to the gym than just sitting at home doing nothing or like working but not working out. Like stuff like meditation, going to the gym doesn't take time but gives you time. And I love time so I'm like, ha, it gives me time. This is a huge why. So 
back to your YouTube question, you have to ask yourself, why do I even want to do it? What do I want to show? And then you know what you were talking about. Because if you know your mission, you know, huh, I have to do this and that in order to achieve that. But step by step, my friend, start somewhere. We live in the best era ever. YouTube, Google, you can figure out anything. Like right now is the best time on planet Earth. Planet Earth, like on like all time. And this is not subjective. Proof by numbers. Of course, there's bad stuff going on, but there were worse stuff going on in the past. So right now is the best time ever. Squeeze everything, everything out of it. Like you can earn money with talking about Harry Potter on YouTube. You can make the, the internet gives you so much opportunity. So for everyone here, what's your passion? What do you want to, how do you want to spend your time? I mean, you go to work every single day, right? Besides the weekend, obviously, but from Monday to Friday, most of the people from nine to five, meaning eight hours of your day. If you sleep eight hours, that's 50% of your day. And if you have a job that you don't like, you're spending basically 50% of your time with stuff that you don't like. Guess what's going to happen? You will not like your life. Like the odds are really high that you don't like your life. So whatever it is, whatever your mission is, everyone has a big, big mission on this planet. But most of the people never ask themselves, like, what is actually my mission on Earth? Wasn't that beautiful? I think that was beautiful. I think that's a good, uh, here's a good um, point to end this first podcast episode. You're going to listen to a lot of interviews. I love interviewing people. I think that's my biggest strength and I just love that, but I also love the Q&A. So Q&A's, interviews, tons are coming. I'm going back to Bali pretty, pretty soon. And there are so many amazing human beings. Like I want to talk to monks. I want to talk to nutritionists. I want to talk to celebrities. I want to talk to athletes. And Bali is full of it. Thanks for listening. It would mean the world to me if you could give me feedback. As you know, this podcast is new. So please leave a review for this podcast on iTunes. It takes less than 20 seconds, less than two seconds. Um, but it helps me a lot. So leave a review, share this podcast on Instagram. Let me know, or like on Facebook or with your neighbor or with your dog. Let me know if you share it. Tag me so that I can actually see it and say thank you. It would mean the world to me. We see, yeah, I probably not see. Well, if you watch my vlogs, then see, but we hear each other pretty, pretty soon. I hope you have an amazing Monday, Tuesday, whatever. I freaking adore you. Remember, if there was something that you that you thought, huh, that's one thing that I want to change. Like, I want to try this cold shower thing. Actually do it. Use momentum. If you think, oh, I'm going to do it next week, you're not going to do it. You actually have to do it now. Take the first step now. If you don't like your job, start looking for a new one now. Oof.